Good morning, pilgrims and travelers on the funny path of life. Just under eight, uh, eight o'clock. And I just had a chat with uh, a British couple, very, very sweet, inviting me to to come and see them in uh, in Great Britain. Uh, well, I'll start with them, why not? So they are, I forgot their name, sorry. Uh, but uh, they are basically cycling, so they are doing a three-day trial. But this thing with the Camino, they like bicycling, bicycling, and then he's been bicycling since France, and she just joined them in Santander, and they've been kind of, they're walking their way, and more likely to around Burgos, and see what the experience is like. And so they were still there, you know, when I got out to get the laundry going, and so we chatted, so she was basically saying, you know, that she really enjoyed meeting me and she would really like, you know, if I was to ever come to come see them in uh, in England. So it was nice. Not sure. Uh, I guess I will take, you know, she wrote down, of course, her information. So I will, uh, I will most likely, I don't know if I'll send them a WhatsApp. So they have my contact and I might possibly... From time to time, I, you know, I get this kind of idea about the coolness about knowing people from different countries. But of course, I would not be going. And well, number one, I don't see myself going to Great Britain. Anyway, what would I want to go there for? And uh, so it's unlikely, but you never know. And it would be a way to, to kind of make contact. So, and then what happened with those guys, which was interesting. So they are, you know, Christian. Uh, I'm assuming, gosh, I don't know if they're Protestant or Catholic, but my guess is Catholic, Christian, because a lot of England is Protestant. And uh, and so, you know, they were kind of going, she was kind of going quite strong about the judgment. And uh, anyway, interesting the way. And then I was like, okay, how am I going to handle that? You know, who people were going quite literally on it. And uh, it just doesn't work for me. It just doesn't. It doesn't fit. So I'm like, how do I, again, respect theirs and, uh, you know. So I basically, you know, we had some exchanges and a little bit, and then he moved on to something else. Wasn't quite sure. Not sure exactly how I said it, but wasn't quite sure, you know, how it, how it was received, you know, because some people sometimes are quite insistent or quite, or are quite confident on their conviction, you know. It may be challenging for them to to relativize it or to accept that uh, somebody may not quite see it the same way and doesn't make it wrong or make them wrong or he or she. And so, you know, and then, of course, the whole evening went well. So he ended up joining for dinner. And then, of course, she was at the table. And then so it was a very nice evening. And in this morning, she basically came to me and said, you know, I really like, you know, meeting you. And here's my contact. You know, if you if you come to England, we'd really like to, you know, so just very, very nice. So kind of realizing, okay, so it looks like uh, it was okay. You know, it was not like no feelings hurt. It felt uh, the, the energy, the slate felt clean. And that's how I'm going to put it. And, uh, and then I talked with her a little bit and give her a hug, you know, thank her. And then, uh, then when I went out and he was fixing a, a tire, he had a flat uh, tube. You know, he had a flat tire on his bike, so he was fixing a tube again. They seemed to have quite a few. And uh, and then we talked a little bit, and, you know, and I said, you know, 
a couple of things, you know, love everybody and tell the truth. And I was like, if I can't love the person that I'm talking to or that I'm going to debate with, then it's better for me not to say anything. And then uh, you can you can either be right or you can be close. And I'm learning. Um, what's important to me is I don't want to be, I'm not interested in being right. I want to be close and I don't want to judge people because I don't, I just don't know. And, you know, and if what you're doing makes you a better person, and of course only you know that, then it's your deal. It's like, how am I to appreciate, you know, what you should do? So, and that seems to kind of go okay. You know, I don't want to get too, too bogged down on that one. Too bogged down, I guess. But it was nice. So, you know, I gave him a hug. And then, uh, of course, now, in the next couple of days, you know, we're looking at the, well, I guess if the forecast is right, uh, what's going to look like the hardest, the two hardest day of the summer. And you can already tell because of the, the traffic on the Camino. Anyway. So, sorry. Sorry, sorry. So that's for those two British guys. And we had those two British women came here. And actually, one is like, I found her quite attractive. She was 11 years older. They're from Yorkshire. Uh, quite an athletic build. I can see why her daughter is in... Uh, uh, body fitness, body, uh, bodybuilding, uh, like uh, more than a kid from the gym. But those guys over here, like 6, 15, which basically meant, you know, I was about to put the rice in for the pie, and I'm like, oh, shit. Then I'm like, hey, guys, I just need to know, you know, are you going to be joining us for dinner? Which, of course, I did. And so, basically, I had to change everything, add liquid to my stuff, add vegetable, and try to make up a little bit for the seasoning. And then uh, kind of on the fly, I just changed the table, which was wonderful because it just pumped me up. I was just like, oh, I got so energized and still working and not making them feel too rushed, you know. So, you know, it was still kind of like, uh, most likely they're going to want to have a shower and uh, but they had a cup of tea. And actually they were going to have tea with us. I just learned that one, which is hilarious, to have tea in Yorkshire means to have dinner. You know, so which gives you an idea about what the dinner used to be like. So more than like a poor area or very peasant kind of a term. I just can't, couldn't get over it. Or like to pinch something, to take something. You know, almost kind of like I'm going to steal something here. Very cute. A couple of terms that they're just not common. I say it was cute. But uh, it was interesting to see me being, uh, yeah, I just found that woman attractive. And of course, being aware about how my, my behavior changed. And I guess realizing that my behavior is not really me. It's that part of me that was interested and in, in was getting something out of that. And uh, I think my awareness is possibly changing a little bit to realize that this bias is uh, not necessarily healthy. You know? And then I make that person more valuable than the rest. And in a way, it's kind of a hunter, right, to deal. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm, I'm not interested in that. That is not going to be the best way for me to relate. So, but I think I'm a long way home from uh, detaching myself or starting to observe myself more and more when I feel that kind of attraction, you know, and then to contextualize, dif to contextualize it differently, you know, to shape it into something different. So... But it was very nice. They were, they were very sweet, the sisters. And 
they're looking at the way it's 37k today so i'm like good for you girls so and that was the first thing yesterday and they, had, uh, they struggled after again you know uh, with a day like around 40 degrees around 100 degrees to start in the heat i can only imagine you know what that must be like it can be fun i would i know i would not enjoy it standing in the heat uh but that was nice. Then we had Loretta, who lives in New Zealand, but is Australian. That she was, she was profusely thankful about me and about the place and about how welcome she felt and how nice it was. And of course, everybody, everybody enjoyed it. But you know, she really was over and over again. So that was very nice. Uh, then we had, I think, David, if I'm not mistaken, from Minnesota. And then here's a funny note about this guy funny fact so the guy come and he's talking of course he's talking in english and i was trying to guess where he's from because i'm like okay he's not an english-speaking person but he's a foreigner who oh there, there's money why is money okay that's interesting what the heck oh no that's not her that's him that's somebody walking I said it was muddy in the distance, and I'm like, the way that body is moving makes no sense from a dog perspective. I can't be a dog, but I'm like, I'm looking at the fence and her property, and I'm like, well, it's muddy. Anyway, and it's a man walking from my left, my right to my left. So he's David talking, and I'm trying to guess where he's from. So let me see if I can guess where he's from. I'm like, all right, Scandinavia. So I don't think you are uh, 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 from, uh, I don't think you're Danish. So maybe like Norway or Sweden, I was like, yeah, close, you know, like between, kind of between the two, I'm like, wow, I'm good. And then he lands it on me and says, I'm from Minnesota. I said, you American? And he's like, yes. And I'm like, my goodness, I would have never guessed that. And then I, I, uh, I followed by, uh, I followed by statement by asking, of course, he had the British people, and I basically asked him something around them, and I was like, Think, you know, basically for him to answer, and I asked a guy, like, where do you think this guy's from? And he's like, Belgium. And then I asked a, a British lady later, and they were like, none of them believe that he was an English-speaking person. So interesting, uh, I guess, uh, Minnesota accent, which I know they have kind of a, yeah, yeah, like if you listen to, if you watch Fargo, I think Francis McDormand, from what I get, has done a decent job, you know, imitating that kind of a, Northern accent, but it was really, really strange. That's the first American that I didn't think he was. And of course, his whole life, that was the first time actually he left his country. He was a mailman for like 22 years, and even though he still has to work, he now wants to find a work that uh, is more meaningful. So he did not enjoy doing it. Anyway, the whole, the whole debate about you know, sacrificing now for investing into tomorrow or investing into now and then tomorrow will take care of itself kind of a uh, battlefield here. So that was that. And that was it. So I had seven people total. Everybody actually was uh, at dinner. You know, uh, Stefan had his oranges and the British lady, she didn't have dinner. So, but... And then we had a thing to where we all the held hands, and then I did my little visualization. And 
I think I may try to do it a little longer to really, really give space and time to the breathing and I may anyway, I'll see. I'll play with it. But it was nice. So it was a nice, nice exchange, nice group again. Started very quiet, thinking I was just gonna have, you know, two for dinner. I had five and anyway, it was nice. It was nice. So uh, with Stefan, I think I've mentioned, you know, so today, because today is Thursday, so I will offer, you know, to do his laundry. So for tomorrow, and then if he wants to, so he'll have a laundry ready for Friday. And I would prime the possible clarification that might be needed, for, because he might be thinking that he's going to be staying longer. I don't know that. Uh, but uh, and to see him go about basically see I think it's I think it's time. You know. I don't wanna Yeah, I think to try to say that basically. And to say it with love. Which is gonna be challenging. I know it is going to be challenging. Because he's uh, he's pushing my triggers. He's triggering me. So let's see if I can disassociate. If I can separate myself from that reaction and not believe it's mine. And not believe it is real. But instead may see a part of me that has trouble with something and being able to reframe the experience. That's my hope. So we'll do that basically between uh, now and then before I open the place up. And then, uh, so we shall see. We shall see for that. And, uh, and well, you know, it's uh, less than two and a half days until uh, until Jenny, more than likely, will come. So, you know, it's, it's cool. It's just kind of happening. So, thanks for that. Get about eight more days. You know, it's the 23rd. So, eight more days to to be taking care of this place, you know, to be in that facility. Like I said, you know, it's, it is, it has been wonderful. It's been a wonderful opportunity, you know, regardless of what happens. Like I say, like, the odds is that, um, you know, of, of me coming back, of him accepting my terms, because again, they are non-negotiable. So, in terms of how I see it, also to realize, you know, like, uh, oh, little dead bird. Uh, like, you know, I sold another again, quite a few private rooms lately. And, uh, and of course, there's no way he would know. That's the one thing, unless he was here. But even then, there is no way he would know unless the people had reserved it, that they were going to have the private room. So, of course, it's trust. And I make it a big, big point to keep everything clear. Um, also thinking about the merchandise, you know, the two shirts and the four pins. I realized, you know, the drinks, it's all on me. So I buy them and then I make all the profit. So I'm like, you know, the merch, it's yours. I think uh, even though, you know, I will sell more drink, you know, like just yesterday, there was like four, I think, four drinks that were sold. So obviously it's way more uh, proportionally, uh, but 
I'm completely fine with that, for sure. But the merch, I'm like, yeah, you know what, whatever you said about those things, that's fine, it's yours. So that thing is clear. The only thing I don't quite know is if I feel like the the private room should be half and half. I don't know. That I might talk, because I'm not sure. I might talk to Jenny about that, what she thinks. And uh, I'm thinking between a half and one third for me, you know. Because, I mean, in all fairness, you know, using electricity and all of that stuff, yeah, I mean... I think I possibly to to move to one third. Uh, kind of somehow making more sense as time goes. But like I said, for now it's not a big deal because it is really about me finishing, finishing well my time here. And uh, not about, you know, not about that because it's irrelevant. And God knows where I'm going to be anyway. So I want to make sure that I really, really, really want to finish it strong, finish it good. So many of my finishes in life, you know, end of work or relationship, they have just been brutal, you know, or nasty or sloppy. So I like this one to be, to be clean. So, and I think so far, it's going very well. Uh, I really do. So I feel quite good, and uh, we'll see what happens with Mr. Stefan today. So, and uh, but yeah, actually, I even like the idea of on Friday, you know, to have him gone, and then have that time, you know, moving that away, and then having kind of a new wave of whatever it is, whether I get pilgrim or not. Actually, I would definitely have no trouble, you know, no having pilgrims on Friday when Jenny arrives. It'd be interesting to see what kind of a what kind of a horde comes on that day. Anywho, anywho. So, also thinking about the supply because something that dwindling. You know, like I only have one tub, one and a half tub of butter. Uh, the jam, I'm solid. The milk, that's no big deal. But thinking back about the oil, I realize the artichoke in the upstairs apartment, they have one more bag, but I have no access. So, uh, and that's something I think to next year. I think I want to have access to that. Uh, you know, which would be interesting. Yeah, I think so. You know, to, to not feel like I need him to come say, hey, I'm running low on that. Come and bring them to me. But then again, that's his family home. Actually, you know what? That doesn't make any sense. No, I would just have to be like, hey, you know, I need to come over. I'm running out. But realizing what I have left in artichoke, uh, then it's okay. I don't need to worry too much about that. It's Wednesday. My feeling is I'm more likely going to be okay for at least two more days. So, so we'll see what happens by Friday. Today I will send him a, a text say, you know, not sure when you're coming back next, but here's what I'm going to be needing when you come back. And then, uh, and then that will be that.
So keeping it simple, you know, we're definitely communication free unless there's something specific. You know, he's not sending me like a reminder about, hey, Anthony, make sure you close everything. And, you know, I mean, and I guess, like I said, you know, today and tomorrow, this is going to be a warm dorm. You know, just uh, just is what it is. I do. Uh, I will have to talk to Stefan also about not opening that window, which he did yesterday afternoon with the sun blasting through it. And uh, and I closed that. I closed it, but I'm going to talk to him because I know it's him who opened it. So, but I did see a change though. There was one yesterday morning when he left. He had closed the window in the morning because I do kind of leave it open. But it's just, uh, yeah, it's it's going to be a a catch. Well, it's not even a catch twenty-two. Even the best is not going to be great for the next two nights because of the, the heat wave, you know, we're pretty much going to be 100 degrees. So it is what it is. So that's for that. Um, oh, I'm, I'm actually a suggestion of uh, uh, Stefan. So there's a t book he talked about that he really liked. And I was like, all right, I'm going to get it. You know, the 40 rules of love. And uh, it's kind of a back and forth. It's been a searching century meeting of uh, um uh, Romy, and then his kind of, I guess, soulmate, and then this woman, Ella, I think it's Ella, I forgot, I think it's Ella, in 2008, having kind of midlife crisis and being unhappy, being, a, you know, a housewife and uh, just uh, stumbling upon that book that this guy wrote, which is basically sweet blasphemy which is very interesting, because quite early on in the book, he talks about sweet blasphemy. Uh, there's a story about, um, I guess, some kind of a priest, if I'm not mistaken, or a spiritual teacher, who's walking, and then he sees this guy basically doing some kind of praying, you know, some kind of ritualistic prayer of some sort. And he's quite psyched about it, seeing him, he looks quite devotional. And as he near the guy, he hears what he's saying, he's just appalled by... Uh, what he's saying is like, you're not, you're not saying it right. And so he basically teaches him how to say the right thing. And the guy is grateful for him and basically looking at doing it that way. And then God kind of comes to him. He's kind of like a prophet, I guess. And then God comes, he's a dervish, sorry, he's a dervish. And then God comes to him in a dream and tell him, what did you do that for? I loved, you know. Because I love what this guy was saying to me when he was talking to me because of the purity of his heart. Who cares what the words are? You know, what matters is the purity in one's heart. And uh, so I'm like, I can tell this book is going to be right up my alley, which is so nice. Actually, I may ask him. Uh, I may ask him for some more uh, suggestion of book because this one is hitting the mark after my failed attempts on a couple of books that were on the shelf. So... Um, regardless of how the guy finishes the book, because I think it's very hard. I just think it's very. I just think it is to finish a book well, to creatively come up with something that just sealed the deal. I think it's just not easy. Possibly, you know, the starting and then the finishing of the book are. But the the start of this book so far, I'm I'm quite enjoying it. And of course, it's I'm enjoying the topic and what it's discussing, and it looks like the writing is decent too, from 
the technical point. <clears throat> As from my humble opinion, I shall add. Anywho, so so it's gonna be nice to to enjoy. It's not a big big book, so it's not gonna take too long. It's around two hundred thirty pages, I think. And even though I did like to hold a book in my hand, but if the book is not enjoyable, and would prefer refer to my iPad and then have access to something like that. So looking forward to keep exploring that. Um, what more for you guys this morning? There it is. No, actually, it was a black puppy, but no, it's another dog. And this guy, I think I've met him. I've met him a couple of times. He just waved at him because he's in a distance. I'm just giving you a little bit of information as to why I kind of lost my stream of thought for a second. I thought about that actually. I think in the last few days, that's just the idea of where I am in my life, you know. That really, in a way, I guess, you know, and I don't mean to toot my horn, and I don't, I don't even want, mean to imply that it's great or bad, not to give it a quality, but that I really feel like I am, you know, the closest to being in the present that I, rec that I remember being, you know, that each day, like doing the things that I do, I mean, there is a rhythm, trying not to rush it, you know, like when I... When I prepare something, you know, at time people asking me if they can help, and I'm like, oh, thank you, but you know, not only I want to do it for you, that's what I want to do. Even though I could, you could tell, I could tell it would make them happy, but uh, it would be something if I had like 30 people that I was doing dinner for. Then of course, sure, then I would enlist. I would enlist people anyway. I would find a silly way to enlist people to to come and help cleaning or set a table or whatever. And people would, I know people would gladly do it, you know, like we did in Logroño, you know, when they were asking people to, well, actually, I think everybody took part. And then I went in the kitchen to wash. And then I forgot exactly what I did, but, and of course it's fine, you know. Most people really do want to help. And I think it's actually fine if you have those few and far between that don't want to. I'm like, great, you know, it's okay. Not everybody needs to, you know. It's all right to also be flexible with that. But, uh, yeah, just with everything. I mean, this morning actually was awake, you know. I have a feeling to being kind of warm. I didn't open my window until like four in the morning. I forgot what time it was when I got up to pee. And uh, I was actually thinking as I went to the bathroom, ah, there was something I wanted to do if I was getting up in the middle of the night. What was it? And I was like, oh, yeah, open the window. You know, because now it's going to get shut again, you know, and the whole day. And uh, the fan, my goodness, what a difference a fan makes. I just couldn't imagine without it. So, so yeah, what an experience, you know. Where everything, you know, the good, the bad, and the ugly, being aware of me being frustrated around some people, being bothered, you know. Ugh, you're bothering me, you know, like the... The couple with the computers coming down and, and basically acaparándose de, de dos tierzos de la mesa, you know, taking two third, overtaking two thirds of the table, you know, and just uh, doing their phone call, business call, whatever. And then the part of me that was kind of judging and knowing, 
you know, making a case for them, like, hold on, you're coming down here because you want people to work, and then, then here are your children that are just around and around and around, and then what was the point, you know, of that? You, you might as well be, have been upstairs. Anyway, just because I was annoyed, you know, and uh, and then trying to to ease off a little bit, you know, trying to not get too caught up in it. So, you know, uh, so all of that stuff. <clears throat> and then kind of also appreciating the, the easing, when the easing was happening, when I wasn't taking myself too seriously, or when I was able to say, yeah, this is not me, and this too shall pass, and there is something in it for me. It does help to make the pill go down, you know, a little bit. And sometimes some pills are just bitter. And uh, and in all fairness, anyway, you know, my the bitter medicine that I have had to take as of late, you know, it hasn't been crazy, you know. It's just those kind of uh, situation that are just kind of like, ugh, they're just itching. It's hard not to scratch. But they're not like me. So, so yeah, I, I am great. I guess I am grateful as I'm entering the town here. I'm grateful for uh, for this opportunity for this time, you know. And uh, nothing more needs to be, you know. No, no attachment. No, like I want to come back. I want to do it again because I don't. You know, if it is, it will be. You know, and that's okay. But it doesn't matter because. This is not the reason why, you know, me being here, it's everything that kind of leads to that, that just kind of show me a pattern, you know, up to this point in time in my life, this is where I am. It is not just about being in Navarrete, about being an hospitalero, you know, about being an hospitalero in this place, and about these people. It, it, is, it is a mix, it is a blend, it's, you know, it's just not that easy. So... But uh, it is promising, you know, the pattern as of late is promising, you know, because even the last winter was easier, you know. I mean, though I, I did spend quite a bit of time with, uh, <laughs> my goodness, I spent more time at Pilar's house than ever before. So, you know, and with all that comes with, with the sadness and the frustration and, and the unfulfilled uh, horniness, you know, being around her. And actually, yesterday, as I was reading the book, there are a couple of quotes that I like from Rumi, and I sent one of them to her, and she did not respond. And I kind of, in my mind, I was kind of thinking, and I'm like, where'd it go? Who cares? You know, it's her deal. You know, there's a reason why you wanted to say it to her, and you did. And, uh, you know, if I, if I was in that place with Jenny, you know, we had similar feeling, then... I would more than likely have uh, sent it to her too. But uh, Pilar is definitely somebody with whom my love for her is quite established. And again, it's very interesting that, well, obviously everybody is, uh, you know, everybody is doing what they're doing. So, hold on here. We have the, of course it did not close the door. That's a little annoying. Anyway, but that's okay. We're coming to the end of it. Hello. Ah. Anyway, I will talk to you later. Uh, have a buon camino and uh, peace and love. And uh, 
until we meet again. All right. Ciao, ciao.